not not really. Um, so we were supposed to have another guy join, but he's cooking dinner. So it's like, okay, if you really want to put your dinner in front of us, but um, we don't need him. Yeah, exactly. All we need is you. We have Orchid Cameron. This is what we're doing. Um, I'm, I'm trying to do this thing called Angry Pandas, where we we talk about issues that highlights us from the inside, not from the outside. So um, that's the other thing, too. Like, do you feel like Asians um, are earlier or later when they show up for stuff? Uh, earlier. definitely. And that's what earlier. I thought, too. So like oh, our really. friend is obviously not very Asian. We're going <laughs> to kick him out of the Asian club ASAP. Um, so my I like the way I like the story is I like to um, profess how Asian we are, um, <laughs> like the level of Asian. Like for me, okay. I wanted to own my Asianness. I went to the Asian market and I've been on this kick for seaweed, like the packets of seaweed. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to actually it wouldn't fit my backpack. So I said, I'm going to walk through and have my coworkers see this. If they see it, if they ask, it's fine. I want to own this. The moment I saw one guy, I was like, he's going to make fun of me. I just shoved it down my backpack <laughs> so he wouldn't see it. So I felt very ashamed about that. That's kind of was the level. Was this like Asian. last week or like third grade? This was last week. <laughs> this was last week. I know. I was so ashamed of myself. I was like, I'm going to walk in the opposite direction just so I can push it down my backpack. <laughs> I'm a grown Dude, man wearing so a backpack people, hiding seaweed. People give you shit about having seaweed? I, well, I, 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 that's mostly my insecurities because I wouldn't know how that they are taking it that I would have, I would either have to explain it or I have to go, yeah, it's pretty yicky, but you know, it's really delicious. So that's, <laughs> how about you, Orchid? Like how Asian are you on the level? So I guess I have like a totally different thing going on. So since this is only audio, I'll explain that I look like a white person. <laughs> so okay. like if somebody uh if someone's like from hawaii where they used to people who are mixed japanese they'll look at me and they'll be like oh you're hapa and people could tell right away right. but they have to be used to like quarter eighth 16th japanese people to recognize i'm part japanese so i almost have the opposite end of how i have to like prove how asian i am so <laughs> So what is what is your opening line that makes people go, oh, are you possibly, you know what I mean? No one, no one believes me. So, OK, so here's here's another example. I was I was at a stand up open mic. Right. I'm just in a parking lot during the pandemic, during the op- doing an open mic. And the, a girl who's who's white American is talking to me and she started asking about my background. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually Asian American. And this dude out of nowhere jumped out of nowhere. This Asian guy points at me and he's like you're not Asian. And then the girl was taken aback and she's like, does this happen to you all the time? I'm like, yes, this happens to me all the time, like all the time. And so it's, it's more like I took this math test and the person who graded it was like, oh, you missed one. And I just stared at her and I'm like, no, I didn't look at it again. And then she looked at it again and she's like, you're right. You got them all right. I'm like, I know. (laughs) is that your badge of honor is math or (laughs) no i have to just be like i'm good at math (laughs) like just because i look like a white girl doesn't mean i'm not so how does that make you feel and how do you deal with it so i feel like those aren't even my biggest like i feel like the biggest kind of like quote microaggressions (laughs) Mm -hmm. are not you okay so here's the two ends i get so if I'm with a white person, they think they have that I'm a white person as well. And they could talk shit on all other races. Right. 
Right. And I'm like, no, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> like, I'm not cool just because I look like I'm white. So that's one end of it. People think I'm a safe person uh, to be terrible in front of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not safe. Like, whatever you're insulting, I'm probably part of that group somehow. So, uh, right. And then on the other end, you know, if I so if you if you saw me with my family, you'd be like, why is that white girl with that Japanese family? Like all my family looks very, very Japanese. And so a lot of times I felt like the embarrassing, loud white kid. Mm. So like even if my voice wasn't loud, my face was loud. Right. <laughs> that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's uh, uh, you know, it's hard to talk about any of these topics without sounding racist right right it's hard to talk about it without sounding racist but generally people who are chinese are so loud to japanese people right and japanese people are like really snobby about being silent like have you been to japan before no, no. so there's a re reason the word for foreigner is like like a slur yeah, <laughs> like they right. hate foreigners and i didn't really get it until i spent time in an area where everyone was japanese where I was the white person, <laughs> like the very, I mean, it felt like my childhood, but it also was like, I was like runway model height. Cause I'm at my five, five, I was giant. <laughs> I was like yeah. head over everybody else, but everyone is so quiet and respectful. Are that, they really though? <laughs> Can we be honest? I, I kind of don't feel like we are. Uh, in Japan. So in like, so when I was in Nagoya, Japan, it was silent. So let me just give you an example. So everybody stacked on top of each other like New York, like everyone is in apartments, but it's silent. The streets are silent. You don't hear the cars. You don't hear the people. It's quiet. I, you just have to go. You just have, okay. I'll, t I'll take you, Kevin. I'll, I'll buy a plane ticket. Please, we'll go. please. But I do like, want to go. Yeah. Please. So when I went to Nagoya where there's no tourists, uh, it was it was quiet. I mean, they tax cars based on their engine size. Yeah. So the cars are really quiet and then the people are really quiet. And so once I went to, I took a train to um, Kyoto, which is mm -hmm. a tourist destination. I could hear Americans and Canadians from across the street. And they, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they are so loud. <laughs> I get what you mean now. I get what you mean by Asian or Chinese being really loud and Japanese being really quiet. I get that now. I, I so thought you like, meant. No, no, no. So like when I was in Kyoto and there's tourists from around the world, Chinese tourists are so so loud like yeah. they're screaming they'll touch each other it's totally normal to touch it's because of their height Chinese. it's their height they got the Napoleon complex like they have to project <laughs> <laughs> just so, to like, get the gist so in Japan every Chinese tourist sounds extremely loud even louder than like the Americans Americans and the Canadians yeah. yeah but the Japanese people are so quiet and they're still right and they don't mm -hmm. touch you no one touches everyone's bowing but like if you're in China people will touch your hair and your face and your clothes and it's totally i think they're overall curious i think they're they're like yeah. like you're their gateway to the world of what they don't know because they're, they're so it's they're yeah. like americans like they're very closed-minded they're very you know like the all they know is within 10 miles of where they live so yeah exactly and so like for me i'm not even like dissing the differences between being chinese or Japanese or Chinese American or Japanese American. I'm just very aware because I look like a white person that, uh, you know, you've heard my jokes about it. Like, I would, you know, in kindergarten, 
because I look white, but I was raised in a Japanese family. I'm trying to be Asian and respectful, right? Mm -hmm. But because I have a white face, I just came across as a bitchy white girl. Like, why is that white girl so bitchy? <laughs> you know, so like <laughs> everything I learned was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I I sometimes still come across as like overly stoic or overly direct because it's like, I don't know, my family just gives info and they don't necessarily, you know, the, like I was very tiger mommed. So like, I mean, I am on time, like I'm on, you know, I came exactly at five o'clock. I don't know if you noticed exactly at five o'clock. I opened up the computer like and I am good at math and I did get perfect grades. And I, you know what I mean? Like all those things of like, I don't know, I didn't complain when I probably should have mm -hmm. about things I needed help with uh, just because I was raised like a little soldier. And you think it's also our generation, like that's kind of what we were like. We just never complained until we realized, oh, we do have a voice. Like we should actually say something about the the situation. I, it might, I you know what? There's a lot of things about like being raised in the '80s, '90s, mm -hmm. where you wanted to act tougher. Like the Generation yes. X stuff is you wanted to act tougher, and like you know, teenagers now are like so victim, <laughs> like. <laughs> like don't hurt anyone's feelings ever and like I'm not even saying that's bad it's just different right but I do think because of the way I look and that I'm actually Asian I was very aware of how white people acted differently than me because people would talk to me and have expectations of how I should act uh so like uh, I don't know I just I do think there was I just was raised like a little soldier in a lot of ways to not have feelings to just think be that's just partly being Asian, just doing that, like just being raised like this, is the way we're going to do things. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, I think all like I mean, a lot of Asian Americans, you know, even it doesn't matter how many ge generations American you are like parents really treasure their sons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the sons are like made out of magic. <laughs> it's the last name that's why is that why is that why? I think so. that's name. that's the impression i was always under it's like you get to keep the last name in the family so. oh man do you get shit for not reproducing kevin i do i i still do and i'm i'm old and I, at some point like it's, it doesn't make any sense like what's the like who wants to get who wants to go to like an old man's wedding like that's just <laughs> the saddest thing even like having me say girlfriend it's just sad you know like look at my girlfriend it's like oh <laughs> it's 2020 you you're never gonna have a girlfriend or a wedding because you don't want to have to be old <laughs> if, if we call it something different i don't want to call it girlfriend or you know a wedding like nobody wants to go to a wedding it's just you know like it's just <laughs> ugh. it's so traditional like who wants to go to a wedding that's so funny that makes me think of my my grandpa was a, a tiny brown asian man with a pigeon mm -hmm. accent because he was from hawaii mm -hmm. and i invited him to my my wedding and mm -hmm. he just screamed weddings are for women <laughs> <laughs> I was like he was letting me know he wasn't gonna come <laughs> my invitation would, would actually not be like can you or can you come or can you are you rejecting it'd be like are you still alive like that's how old <laughs> <I am. laughs> If you're oh, alive, you're... go to go to question number two. Like that's how <laughs> I'd go so. to your wedding, Kevin. Oh, thank if, you. If you did it, if you did it, but <laughs> so, so I, 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 if anything, I get the opposite. I've just I've been married twice and had 
babies with both of those men. So mm-hmm. people are like, can you please stop getting married? <laughs> like, can you can you slow down with that shit, Oregon? <laughs> so so what's your take on weddings now? Like, do you feel like it's 2022? We don't need to get married and have that whole traditional thing, or do you still want this? One? Feels like a proposal, Kevin, and I'm saying yes. Yay! <laughs> Question number one: Are you still alive? <laughs> <laughs> So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I, I, I still believe in marriage, even though I'm divorced mm-hmm. twice. And I, I don't know if 2022 versus 2001, the first time I got married, I don't know if I feel, I, I, I don't feel pressure. I felt pressure when I was younger for sure. Yeah. Cause I was really religious. I was raised really religious. So I, I did feel pressure when I was younger, but that was mostly because I uh, didn't want to have sex before I was married. Oh. So I, I felt rushed to get married. I also felt like I had no purpose in life unless I was a mother. I'm like so against those feelings like, now. How, how like, stupid were we when we were so young? You're, <laughs> we were that well, dumb that we were convinced this is the way that we had to do things. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not, it was church. It was, you know, I was raised in a suburban Orange County neighborhood. Those were two things. Plus mm-hmm. every single movie, like the point is to get married. Yeah, for sure. I felt pressure. Now I'm just like, I'm an adult and I would just, I make my own money. Yep. It would just be nice to live with someone. So I'm not like, I'm not all about like a, a giant wedding. When we plan our giant wedding, Kevin, we mm-hmm. don't have to make it that big. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, half the people would be dead. So. Yeah. Half of them are dead. So it like really cuts down on costs when everybody's dead. <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to talk about one more thing about like not looking Asian. Okay. So when, um, uh, kind of like when everybody, you know, like, I don't know. So I was at an, I've, I, th- I feel like I've told you the story before, but I was at an open mic and a guy I considered a friend called, um, there's a comedy club owner in LA that's an Asian American woman. And he called her the CH word. <laughs> Yep. on stage and i was i started screaming because i was pretty upset i'm like you cannot say chink do not say chink. and i'm like screaming at him from because i feel like i'm i'm into heckling for justice like i'm like i am not like i was I in the I audience was you. i absolutely wish i was you there's moments when i would hear the hackiest jokes and it's like you know like the eating dog thing like these are asian comics doing it or even not not even just hearing a hack i just want to groan it's like oh well, yeah, like at your mic, I told that guy, I was like, you're talking about eating dogs and child prostitutes and you think we think it's funny. It's not funny. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, right. like, just just go die, you know, like, I, but so for me, it's kind of like I have a little more leverage because I look white to speak mm-hmm. up. Oh, <laughs> and uh, I feel a little bit more duty too, but also like I am very angry about it. I am very angry about it. And so like when um, COVID started happening and like there was that family in Texas who got stabbed in the whole family, like got stabbed in a Costco. There was like a two year old that got stabbed in the face for just being Asian American in Texas. And like all I could hear is that guy saying chink on stage. I'm like, just like the casualness of racism towards Asian Americans is like it's it's People think it's still PC. Like that guy never would say the N word. He wouldn't even say the phrase the N word. So like as a comedian, if you get a reaction and it it meets the expectation of what you want to do with that word or that joke, would, wouldn't you want to keep that in your 
in your set? Uh, I think I screamed at him in a way that really ruined his comic timing. So I was hoping to deter him <laughs> from using. Well, I meant you personally. Like, if oh, you me personally. Yeah, no, you definitely. Like if I offended made... a whole audience, yeah, I would throw away that joke. Definitely. Well, let's say this way. Like, I have a joke about being so old. Like, the only time I get to... only If I don't feel like I should be, be able to use the word girlfriend for somebody, <laughs> unless I was somebody my age, unless I was somebody like R. Kelly. And I would get that... <laughs> <laughs> I would get that groan, but that's what I want them to do. I want them to go yeah. and, like, make them understand. Like, that's how uncomfortable I am with that word girlfriend. Yeah, you feel like a pedophile when you use the word yeah, girlfriend. Right. Like, you feel like a pedophile. Yes. Like, that's a great joke because you're clearly on the right side of thinking pedophilia is not okay like (laughs) even somebody like in their 40s like why would somebody in their 40s want to be called a girlfriend you know it it just feels like you want to be more elevated than just being called something in high school or even like middle school (laughs) what what, what's the new name i don't know i'm there i'm playing with it like i like i like um partner i like part i say i actually say partner i I say partner all the time especially because i'm like into uh, LGBTQ plus equality. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if I'm dating a straight man, I'll still call him my partner. I, I like I like boo. Unless one of us boo. gets butt hurt, then it's a boo boo. You know, other than that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I do think that there should be a more of a universal uh, lingo for somebody older. You know, like I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. So one of the things I was talking about, how people think it's like safe to be racist in front of me or and they're they're not safe to be. I'm going to make them regret whatever they just said. Like, I'm going to make them really. I'm I'm bullying for justice. I'm heckling for justice. But like a lot of times I feel like people don't think I have the right to feel scared. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for example, like um, I have a friend who she's Asian American. She's, she's from Chicago. So culturally she's a little more white than white, whatever that means than me. Cause she's from Chicago and um, her husband's black. And so when the, the protests were happening in LA where like, you know, everybody's afraid for their, the men in their family. Right. So her husband and her son are black. So I called her right away and I'm like, I know no one is giving you sympathy right now because you look Asian, but the people closest to you in your life are black. So I care about you. And I know this, you're afraid every time your husband leaves the house, he's going to get shot by the police, right? Like here in LA, it happens. People are being pulled over by helicopters for being black in LA during the protests. That's scary. And she's like, thank you so much. Thank you for giving me an outlet to complain how scared I am. Because people will tell her to shut up because she has an Asian face. She doesn't have the right to care about black men. But I'm like, no, you do. You do have the right to care. And so I like there is only one person. So when, you know, when people are like being punched in the face for having an Asian face in San Francisco or here or everywhere, you know, um, only one person called me to be like, I'm worried about you, Orchid. (laughs) And I'm like, thank you, because just because my face doesn't look Asian doesn't mean everyone in my life might not get stabbed in the face while they're just trying to go grocery shopping. 
what really bothered me about that when it was like at its peak, it was like, how is that going to cure COVID? Like just hitting somebody <laughs> in the face is actually going to cure COVID? Like you cured it just by punching an Asian man, an 85-year-old Asian man walking down the street? Okay, like if we all knew that, you know, we would have died a lot sooner. So it's that Well, that and really not only me. that, like the 85-year-old Asian man in San Francisco has never even visited China. You know what I mean? Like a lot of Asian Americans have never even visited. Like they're not. It's like I, I'm wearing this shirt that says I am from here. And it's a uh, do you do you know what I'm talking? It's it's from a uh, Asian American girl club. I have to explain it because I don't have an Asian face that when you have an Asian face, people are always like, where are you from? And you're like, West Covina. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, where are you really from? Uh, yeah. Where are you really from? You know, Kaiser? Like, is that what you want to say? Kaiser, like that's where I'm Kaiser and Gary Street. Like, where do you want? <laughs> yeah, so it's just like people don't get it as much from other ethnic backgrounds. Like, I think when you're Asian American, people don't ever quite see you as Asian or as American. So, like, I've <laughs> even though I have to prove how Asian I am, <laughs> like, I think a lot of people struggle to be accepted as Americans. Right. So my question for you is, is there a gripe, a myth, a topic that you want to um, that we could talk out that we can dissect? Yeah, well, what thing that causes me a lot of pain is, you know, so me and so my sister looks very Japanese. She just looks way more Asian than me. I look very white. I have green eyes. She has brown eyes. Right. And because of the way we look, we had the same house. We had the same money. We were given cars when we turned 16. Same, same everything, right? We have such different life experiences. Yeah. So, so, so it's like we have the same two parents that love us and treated us kind of the same. I mean, people have favorites, right? It wasn't me. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, so she, we would go shopping as like junior high students and she would get accused of stealing because she really? doesn't look white. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So like, or, or just things like she's afraid. Was she really though? <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was very innocent. Like, so, so she was, a, she's still currently afraid to go to any of the States in the middle. Right. Because they pass for white pass for white is a terrible phrase, but what else am I going to say? Like, I'm not scared to be in the Midwest, you know, like I, uh, but she's afraid. She's just afraid to have an Asian face anywhere, but like New York and LA, right? Like she needs to be on the coasts to feel safe. And, uh, but it's true. Like I went to, um, I went to Ireland and there was a girl that there was the same percentage of Japanese as me, but she looked way more Japanese and just like, uh, the airline, the Irish airline charged her more for her luggage, even oh. though her, like, they just, they messed with her. And she was like, I'm 25% physically Japanese, but the, I was raised by Japanese people. So, so I'm more culturally Asian than like I look, but she was just, she just looked more Asian, even though she was the same amount. And so it's, that sucks for me to see. It just sucks that like, I feel super powerless and I just feel like I wish I could explain to white people how important it is to not tolerate racism in front of you. So just like, me, who I'm like, I'm hearing a racist joke and I'm like, yeah, I think you should go fucking die for making that racist joke. I feel like 
I wish everyone were like a proper ally. It, it, you know, I do feel, I wish I was you, but there are people like established comics that is married to Asian people and they feel like they have the right to do these jokes. Oh no. And that really bothers me. And you don't know how to tell these established comics, Hey, you know, like that's slightly offensive. There was, I, I didn't open mic and uh-huh. um, there was this guy um that felt like he could talk about his Asian wife. Um, he's older and uh, I did not feel like it was real because it was just low hanging fruits. Like she can't drive. She's like middle finger and she can't roll her R's like the whole nine yards. He was eating shit. Then he looks at me and he goes, you know what I'm talking about? And I was just oh, like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So the next night we had another show and he happened to be there too at another venue. And I was like, holy shit, this is my opportunity. So I, I go, Hey, were you the guy that's doing the, the Asian jokes? And, and you could tell the whole room just kind of went like, Ooh. So I, I go, I said something very stereotypically racist about him and the whole place erupted, but it had that huge, like it's, we, we're not comfortable with each other. That's what I'm trying to right. say, but I don't think I handled it right, but I did not know how else would he, he doesn't know how I felt unless I showed him how, what he, you know, made me feel. Right. So, right. And do you think he got the point or not really? No, no, because so, I, because part of it was just fucking misogyny. Yes. Like he thinks he has the right to talk trash on his wife. Like he feels like he has the right to complain about her. Why even marry her? That's my other thing. Like, yeah, if you he don't wants like to her- dominate her. And so this is so freaking terrible. I'm going to tell you the most terrible thing, but like when I was getting ready to go to court against the ex, I have the restraining order against. So I have a restraining order against my ex-boyfriend. I don't have children with him or anything like that. People usually get worried when I talk about like, no, I don't have children with him. I'm safe. I have a restraining order. Anyways, moving on in the preparation, the lawyer who specializes in helping women like me was like, Talk about his former drug use. Talk about uh, his former criminal past. Talk about how you're part Asian. So he sees you as a child and treats you that way. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I was just like, is that a thing? And then I realized like people who are mixed Asian, you know, I have a baby face. I'm 42, but people still think I'm in my 20s. People infanticize Asian women and mixed Asian women as children so people who are like pedophiles who want to basically fuck children and they can't find people like me who look young. So it's how do like, we how do we cure this? How do we make this stop? What's the what's your take on what we should do to have steps towards um, not being seen this way? So I think it has to be it has to come from everyone. It can't just come from Asian people. It has to come from white people and black people and Uh, latinx people like everybody needs to join in like don't don't fuck with kevin (laughs) don't don't talk about your wife that way like don't like i was at a mic where somebody just talked about his wife in a really disrespectful way and i think she was white he was white but like he just talked about her like her vagina was a smelly trash hole right like and that's like that's like a like like you're saying that's a low-hanging fruit type of joke and it's just like don't talk about your wife's vagina like it's a smelly trash hole like that's mean you're being mean no one thinks this is funny you're offending every woman in the room 
that you, you know, like stop. And so I was able to say that to him, but on at the same time, if another man said it to him, they would have had more leverage with him. Right. Because I'm being too sensitive. So what I'm saying is like, quote, quotation marks. I forgot this is audio only. <laughs> I'm being too sensitive because I'm a woman getting mad about a vagina spoken about as it's inherently evil, bad, dirty, which it's not. Vaginas are great. Ask anybody so, besides that guy. So, Actually, is, 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 uh, is, is vaginas a smelly trap or is it like a, a, uh, a uh, rite of passage or what do you think, Entree? <laughs> silent okay on treats still quiet <laughs> so so but back to what i was saying about if people you should not have had to defend yourself yeah i feel like someone anyone everyone should be mean to that guy until he pays himself so like like someone at my very first uh jokes by fire mike zoom mike there was a guy who made anti-chinese jokes and i was so mean to him he never came back and i was so happy that the whole room the whole zoom room you could see everybody's faces no one was having it right like most people know i'm part asian who come to my mic and so they knew that i wasn't having it (laughs) but i just feel like even if i weren't i would not let someone be mean towards black people i would not you know what i'm saying like any category i'm gonna be like hey man don't don't do that so so I, I don't know. I just it has to be. It almost seems like you would have to tell other white allies to be like, can you approach that guy? And that seems kind of weak to do, but yeah. it's not. It's not weak because he needs some. He he has a basic lack of respect for you because you have an Asian face. And that's bullshit. Well, I, I, that's other thing. I, I don't feel like other people are going to get it unless it happens to them. It's, you know, like if you tell me, hey, can you stick up for this person because this happened? I may not have that level of empathy unless I understand like why this is so bad. You know, like I'd be like, OK, I don't really get it unless it happens to me. Then I go, oh, now I get the gravity of why we can't so, say this or do that. So it's a little bit yep. different. Uh, Michael Che has a special called Michael Che Matters. Like, I don't know, <laughs> but one of his jo- one? no, 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 it's a, it was a while. It was one. like okay. 10 years ago, but okay. just one of his jokes was like somebody who was trans was like, don't say tranny. Yeah. And he's like, no, why not? It sounds nice. Tranny. It's nice. I'm being friendly. Yeah. And they're like, what if I said blackie? And he's like, oh, OK, I get it now. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> his, his latest special is so good. He did the one about like why he does not. uh like the scene, the American flag actually makes them shake a little because of like how patriotic the flag represents. And that I, I felt very uh, connected to that joke. Yeah. I got to wrap this up. Okay. Um, so I usually like to end with a comfort food that we enjoy that we might want to highlight. Like for me, I most recently discovered uh takoyaki. That was something that I did not know existed. Um, it is it's, to me, the sauce, the texture the gooiness and it just it's like a party in your mouth that's something i want to highlight <laughs> and having um the flakes the uh the fish flakes on top was just it melts into the sauce that's something i whenever i go to japantown or someplace that's the first thing i look for we have a place called fugetsu and that's my my roommate's like yo you gotta check this out um 
this is amazing in Japan. So that's when I first discovered it's like, what is this shit? Like it just <laughs> so anytime when I even if I go to like a quickly, I definitely get a takoyaki. So that sounds delicious. I, I feel like uh I my fa- I mean ch- Japanese food wise, I'm vegetarian now, so I don't eat as much stuff as I used to, but my favorite is unagi sushi. Have you mm-hmm. had it? If it's proper unagi, it like melts in your mouth and it's like barbecue magic. But there's a lot of places that don't quite do it right. And I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so like sometimes it uh, ruins my enjoyment that I've had such good food, you know? Yeah. So that's probably my favorite. And I, I, you know, I, but I also like, honestly, I really like burritos and I really like pizza. <laughs> and I love burritos. I love pizza. I feel like pizza is the unifying force. What's your of the pizza? Universe. Is it is it the um is it the uh, margarita? Since you're a veggie, or uh no, I mean I do. I make my own pizza, and I'll do like fake bacon, or I'll do fake chicken barbecue. I do like fake everything. So I do fake cheese, and like I don't know. I make I do this white sauce pizza that I really like with basil on it. I don't know pesto, pesto and mozzarella. What about you, Andre? Do you have a comfort food you want to share? No. <laughs> <laughs> Andre okay. wants to be on the next episode, I think, Kevin. I think. Yeah. Kevin. All right. Okay, well, thank you so much for yeah, having thanks me. Thanks for, for doing this. <laughs>